I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm Amber. And I'm Jason from Married with Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I have with me my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. Oh, that's adorable. I didn't know it was your good friend. And the man who does more teabagging than a 12-year-old playing Halo. The man who handles more bots than a backroom FedEx worker. The man who fills more gaps than a cock gun. And the man who spent more time on the mound than Satchel Paige. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Drew Alderson. Well, ladies and gents, today you're going to be listening to two well-equipped gentlemen. Always. Talk about some equipment in the Hero Clicks world. A new concept. Actually, a new but not so new concept. That's correct. You know, well, let's not... Let me, I'll stop myself we'll before get I get into the details. Yeah, yeah. This is episode 116 of Dolly Trujillo Clicks. It's just Austin and I today. Are we sure it's 116? Have you double-checked? Because there, there's been some numbering issues. I have not done the maths, but I'm <laughs> fairly certain it's 116. It's Austin Smith and I, and we will be joined towards the end of the podcast by none other than Jacob Weaver for Bad Samaritan. But as I just said, we're going to talk about the equipment mechanic today, and then we're going to do a little hidden gems, and later when Jay gets here, we'll do Bad Samaritan. So in the news department, all there really is to talk about is equipment. So go ahead, go to heroclicks.com, click on the second article there that says New Heroclix Rules Possession, and you'll be able to follow along with this. So I'm actually going to read this article or the explanation word for word and then we'll go over some of the nuances of it and everything because it is a little different. So we see this mechanic, Eclipso is our first um, character example of equipment, I guess would be the only, a decent way to put it. Uh, the way Eclipso is going to work, he's going to be in the Superman Wonder Woman set if you haven't heard. I believe he's a rare. Do you know what he is? I don't know. He's either I rare mean, or super usually rare. Possessors are super rare or higher, so he, I'd imagine. He's rare. either a rare or super rare. Um, Jocasta was a rare, but that was kind oh, of a true. weird set, though. That was a you know, Age of Ultron was kind of a different type of rarity scheme. Uh, regardless, uh, he has a trait called Black Diamond Possession, which is kind of tricky because the word possession is in there. This isn't a possession, but when Eclipso is KO'd, or if you pay twenty-five points in building your force, it sounds a little familiar. Equip this character to a friendly character and link it to that character's card. So we got already got two words that we don't hear either. Two new never. Terms. We've heard equip before. Only on one other thing. Actually, a couple of things. No, I think about it. <clears throat> we haven't heard link, I don't think. But link it to this character's card. And then in parentheses it says, to equip, place this on the standard character's card. There's another little phrase that's new to us. We've heard of standard power, but not often do they say standard character. They'll get into that in a minute. Place it on the standard character's card. The character can use its effects if the character is KO'd or equipped again, KO the previously equipped game element. So if they die, whatever's equipped to them dies too. Right, and it that tells us right there that you cannot have more than one equipment on a character at a time. Mm-hmm. A linked dial is always on the same click number as the dial it's linked to, so the same way as possession. So this sounds, in essence, a lot like possession. Then it has a power that says effect. At the beginning of your turn or after this character is clicked, you may choose one power on the equipped dial and one combat value on the equipped dial higher than this character's same printed combat value. This character can use that power and modifies that value plus one until your next turn or clicked. Sounds awfully familiar as well. I like the little parentheses there. A character is clicked whenever it's damaged or healed. Now, here's the key thing. The wording will become standard for characters that can be equipped to other characters. This will replace the wording on characters that had an ability to possess. This includes Black Hand, Insti, Ion, Ophidian, Proselyte, Parallax, Butcher, Adara, Predator, and Jocasta. So all possessions are going to work this way. They're now equipped. From now on. 
So what does that tell us right there? Well, right there it tells us we can't have more than one entity equipped on a single character anymore. It's a, I didn't think about that one, yeah. That's a change. Um, it, it also opens up a couple questions regarding resources and such. Because when I said we've heard equipment before, one of the things that popped in my head was hammers. Hammers was the first time I remember a, a game element using the word equip. Um, so we'll get into that in a moment too. It says, we will have updated wording for each character listed in the errata and clarifications on the forums. Um, then they go over what the new wording for entities is, but it's it's exactly the same as what the, what we just read. Um, and same with Jocasta, except Jocasta's is armor robot restricted. Right. Yeah, and we should mention there Do was nothing... Do entities still provide keywords doing this? Yes, because that's a separate trait. That's what I... Okay, I wasn't sure about There's that. There's two traits, but let's double check just to be sure, but I'm almost 100% certain they're, they have two separate traits. Let's see. Uh, we don't play entities that much here, so even though I have them all, so it's hard for me to remember. Um... No, you're right. The entity possession, the first trait is what gives you the keyword. Um, so let's go back to... Because it looks like both those traits have been coming. Let's double check. This will be replaced with... Okay, it does still give you the keyword, looks like. this Because this will be the replacement, for example, on entity. Yeah, that's what I thought. Would and be it still gives the, the white lantern keyword. So that hasn't changed either. A um, couple concepts there. Standard character... So what they mean by standard character, and I, I feel there's like... There's another article. This is the there, one. There's a second article we'll pull up here. So let's... The design insight on the right. Let's go back and go... So go back to HeroClicks.com, and now we're going to open up the third article called Design Insight, Equipment, Linking, and Standard Characters. Yeah, there's a clip, so he's a super... So they define a standard character by not a bystander and does not possess... Duo, team ability, uh, working team together. Working together, that's right. Or team attack, or whatever the heck the actual thing is called. Uh, tiny size, giant size, colossal, or vehicle. Which kind of makes sense. I mean, when I think of a standard character, sharpshooter's not making you an, a non-standard character. Yeah, that Indom's makes not sense. And um, flight. Fly. That those are typical things. Um, I w even wouldn't have been surprised if they left Tiny and Giant on there, but I can see it's you know it's to stop potential breakage. Yeah, I, do I don't have a beef with that. Like uh, Despo couldn't, could he? Correct, and that's a change too because Despotels used to get possessed with that's Adara and among other things. Um, it stops Ant Man shenanigans with giving him defend easy too. Uh, if a character is not a standard character, then it can't be equipped. The rationale behind the changing to the definition of a standard character is to address newer combat symbols that didn't exist at the time of the original wording, like tiny size and team ability and vehicle, by the way, uh, to include those for the reason of game balance. Uh, so let's scroll down. In general, a game element that is equipped to another character is still whatever the game element normally is, a relic, a resource, special object, etc., the exception is with characters that become equipped items. A character that becomes equipped to another character is no longer considered a character on your force or for any game effects that refer to characters. So they don't give theme team bonuses? They don't count towards... Uh... If you had some kind of power... So let's look at Eclipso's keywords. He has mystical. If you had some kind of power that said for every mystical keyword on your force currently you get plus one yada 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 that would not count Eclipso he's no longer considered a character part of your force he's an equipment piece correct he's no longer a character for any sense of the word um, where are we at here I accidentally scrolled down too far I think right there right here uh, other than the effects they provide as the equipped item they would no longer be able to use any of their other powers or abilities they would however be affected by effects that refer to equipped items so again they're not characters they become equipped items so like disintegration ring will probably get a, a, a change to it where it'll now blow up equipped characters and stuff like that one final new term to review is the term linked linked will be a term used to describe the interaction with equipped items and some other game elements that have dials, we want to always turn the same way. When a dial is linked to another dial, the linked dial must always match the click number of the character it's linked to. 
For example, if a dial is linked to a character who's on click 3, the linked dial must also be on click 3 regardless of what other click number it was on before it was linked. No game effect can prevent a linked dial from matching the dial it is linked to. So pulse wave or anything like that, it's not going to keep Ignore the link there from yeah. turning. If a linked dial is turned to a KO click, after the resolution of effects, the linked dial will be KO'd. So, for instance, if I'm playing a... Um, who's a really long dial? If I'm playing like a really old Superman that has like 11 clicks of life, and I possess it with Adara, when Adara dies... When Adara's dial goes to KO, Adara's, the equipment is gone. However, Superman himself is not going to have to be KO'd. That's no different than yeah. the original position. And they also mentioned that if a character's dial ha- is longer than the thing, so like if it has click 15, as soon as you're no longer able to turn the dial anymore, it would KO it as well. Right, so if I put Adara who has, let's say, 8 clicks on a Ant-Man who has 5, and Ant-Man is KO'd, Adara is also instantly yeah. KO'd. Similar to the reason behind creating the key term equip, the creation of the term linked is for the purpose of being able to have a single key term to communicate the underlying rules of a game mechanic without having to write out the rules for the game mechanic on each individual character's card. And see, I want to bring up... Linked will be included in the next rulebook. I want to bring up the reason I really like linked is a lot of the more complicated vehicles and stuff we've gotten in the past and some colossal dials have linked dials. So, I mean, simply now, they'll just say these dials are linked instead of giving you four paragraphs about all the crap you have to do. What I like is it shows a sense of direction on the team of, on the WizKids design team. I agree. It shows our biggest complaint over the last few years of doing this podcast has been the lack that HeroClix has of a, of technical jargon, of established keywords that mean something. Yeah. Um, and it's something that WizKids has gotten slightly better. It's like every few months they'll do one tiny little thing. I feel like this is a big step. I mean, they're establishing two terms, that, and then they're actually saying, "Hey, we want, we want this term. We want to use terms. We want these terms to mean something." So it shows that they know the direction that they should be going in, and that they're going to start making steps towards agree. that. And I'm very, like, honestly, this is almost as happy as the vehicle changes were for me. And they're kind of in the same vein to me, where they simplified a lot of shit that really needed simplified by adding terminology and cutting down the the amount of rules wording where you're not getting a dungeon master guide every time you get a freaking figure i also enjoy these design insight uh breakdowns because they make it a lot easier than it used to be to really understand how these mechanics work and interact with each other when i went through and mastered the hero clicks rulings a couple years ago and spent hours and hours and hours just reading and cross-referencing stuff and it's like you never knew what was intention and what wasn't and these articles would have made a world of difference back then to me. Yeah. I also, I like them because they're also an insight just in general to the way they're going about things and how they want things to work and all that stuff like that. Um, and the the important is this last sentence. Game elements affected by these rules are affected by these rules immediately. So any rocks, any large tournaments that happened after October 21st do have to follow this new, these new rulings. So... You can no longer possess uh, tiny size, for instance. So Despotellus isn't going to be able to be possessed, and are going to have double possessors and all that good stuff. And duo and all that. Fun so stuff. my only question after reading this is how it interacts with Book of the Skull. Going off the wording, I would think you could not use Book of the Skull and a possessed and a um, what would be the new term a an equipped character an equipped. You know, possessor basically. Yeah. I don't. However, we're going to start saying it. I think. I think it's set up like that because they note specifically that equipment is resource attachments, relics, whatever, mm-hmm. and it makes me think that what they're planning on doing is blanketing equipment across relics, resources, and possessors, to where you only get one of those game effects. Right. Which would, in, in effect, make you not be able to play possessors with resources. Which. Which is a balancing. I'm totally fine with that because I'm not against it either. One of my bigger complaints of the game has always been I hate off-the-table information. And when you have a resource, possessors, 
and like attached relics and other crap to characters all on the same team, which we see a lot of rock teams run all three of those things. We've all talked, I mean, we've talked it to death, and yeah. the big complaints are there it's too hard to keep up with and it takes entirely too long. I mean, you watch a rock, we, when we watched Worlds this past year. It takes ten minutes at the beginning of each player's turn for them to just explain what the hell they're going to choose this this turn off all their possessors and their resource and all this shit. Everything is slowing the game down, and that's not the right direction to go in. Now, I'm not saying I want everything to be Alpha Strike again and be heavy like that. You miss you I, don't miss Ghost Rider. I'm just saying I agree with Austin that the the longer the more mechanics you have off the table, the worse the game is overall. And and I don't think we're alone in that. I think. And I also that's feel standard. like it turns it into a memorization thing. Can you remember what the hell your opponent even had before you declare that attack? And if you don't, you just screwed up and probably cost yourself <coughs> the game. Um, I like these changes overall. Make me very very happy as a player going forward. Um, I feel like the ability to pay to get a possessor is kind of equivalent to me to, like, going and getting a relic or having certain resources or whatever. Like, it also means that we could see relics get improved. Because in the past they did. They buffed relics a little bit by making changing how you roll for them and all that crap. You know, another uh, mechanic that uses... Actually, I'm going to look it up when I... When, that, uses, that might use equip? That uses equip. I think those Hulkbuster pieces used the word equip. It, it's... Oh, me, yeah, because it puts that Tony on their card. Let me double check here. It'd be the Hulkbuster Mark II. Well, I mean like the arm and stuff. Yeah, these things oh, here. Yeah, give a friend... So we're looking at the right leg of Hulkbuster. Give a friendly character in this square or holding this object a power action to equip it. Opposing characters can KO this object by using it in an object attack, yada, yada. So that is also an equipment. So they've used it in hammers, they've used it in the Hulkbuster pieces, and now all possessors will work exactly... And those are, because the Hulkbuster legs and stuff are special objects, aren't they? They are. So uh, They are not relics, but they're just standard uh, special objects. I feel like they, oh, you check pin particles. I think pin particles is the same way. I think I right. think they've been setting this up for a bit, actually, if that's the case. At the beginning of the game, choose tiny or giant, a single base character with a regular damage symbol holding this. Uh, maybe given power action to equip it. Yep, and when unequipped KO pin particles. It's considered an ultralight object otherwise. So, nice job, WizKids. Yeah, I mean, they obviously jumped the gun on this, and this slid right on, right by us. Like, we were like, oh, these are kind of cool, but we I didn't had remembered the... the word equipment on the um, Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster piece because uh, Harry played it against me one time, and I looked at the, I glanced at the card, and I was like, hmm, that's weird that they used equip. They haven't used that since the hammers. Open the I Hulkbuster MK2 cards. real quick, though. I want to see if what the wording on the fact that you put Tony in it is. You're talking about the giant... Yeah. Uh, the chase from Nick Fury? Yes. You attach all the parts. Duh, 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 duh. I don't see the Oh, nope, it's just you, atta- you attach Iron Man by placing him on the card. You don't pay the point cost for any of these attachments. Like we added separately by your force. Okay. So he could still be equipped by some elements, not by possessors because he has the damage symbol, uh, colossal symbol, but, yeah. but other things. But like that brings up another point, and that is the fact that are they going to shift standard character to more things? Would it be possible we could potentially see resources or relics that are only restricted by standard characters in the future now? I don't see why not. I don't think all resources should be. Well, no, I agree. That's did it good. say equip? Let's go back. Did it say equipment could only be on standard characters? Or did it say possessors could only be, like the possession mechanic could only be? Let's, I think it was all equipment. Let's, re, let's double check here. Um, it would have been in the first one, which is the second article on HeroClicks.com. At the beginning, uh, blah, blah, equip this character to a friendly character's card. Well, they don't say... St- Go to the other article. They don't say standard on the... Because the other one's the one that explained what a standard character was with the symbols and everything. So we're now on the third article, guys, by the way, on HeroClicks.com. Yeah. That's the Design Insight article. Yeah, right there. This is the official definition. If a character is not a standard character, it can't be equipped. Huh. So what are the yeah, so what are the chances we see resources not be able to be equipped to duo team base well they already can't be equipped to team bases and vehicles. Um, so it's really not that big of a leap. 
but tiny and giant. Tiny and giant could be a problem from time to time. But I feel um, like most of the tiny and giant characters shift into and out of that, so it would just disable it when they shift up, and then when they shift down, they get it back. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not really sure. We'll, we'll see. Um, I can't say I play a ton of tiny characters anyway, but yeah, I think it's it's definitely a major step in the right direction. With kids, massive kudos to whoever did this because obviously it wasn't fucking Steve. Well, hasn't been a whole lot new with us in the news department. We. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five beta this weekend. I've been here an hour playing it, and I want to go pre-order just to play it. And just working a lot. Um, and then I have a, uh, Halo 5 comes out Tuesday. so I, And I'm off Tuesday. So have you already I'll, warned your wife I'm moving in with you? I'll definitely be playing a lot of that. Because, I mean, I can take her spot on the bed, and you can send her off somewhere else. We'll, totally see, we'll see how she feels about that. We can ask her. We'll bring it up. Uh, I mean, my... Spooning either way. I could be the little spoon or the big spoon. I'm totally fine with this. Okay. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure something <laughs> out. Hopefully uh, it has split screen multiplayer, online. which it always has, but... The thing about those Halo games is, like, that's always been one of my favorite things. They come out, you get together with friends for that first week, and you just play it till you hate yourselves. And then freaking... Uh, I love it. So... We'll definitely be playing a lot of that. And then other than that, uh, just read Public Enemies for next week's comics talk. So that was pretty good, but we'll get more into depth on that next week, obviously. So I want to do a little Hunter's Hidden Gems this week. It's been a long time since we've done it. Uh, If you're unfamiliar with this segment, because we don't do it very often. I don't remember this segment. I take a modern age set, uh, generally one of the older ones in the rotation. But today I'm actually doing War of Light, so... Kind of new. War of Light, uh, in, in, in this uh, segment, I choose two or three characters that didn't see meta play, but kind of flew under the radar and I feel like have uh, deserve a little recognition. They kind of went unnoticed uh, or, or barely noticed. So let's go to War of Light. See, the thing with War of Light is it was such a gigantic set. And the obviously the power of the entities overshadowed a lot of the main set. And then you also had, of course, Kyle Rayner in the LE slot. And then you had Despotellus kind of overshadowing the rest of the set as well. So a lot of the commons, uncommons, rares kind of went unnoticed. And a lot of them were pretty lackluster, admittedly. Um, these three figures I'm going to talk about today are... Ones I feel like if you're playing their keyword, you should for sure play these pieces. I'm going to start with Hal Jordan Red Lantern. He's the common, obviously. Um, the key things about this Hal Jordan is, as we as you'll see if you flip through all the Hal Jordans, they all give the that character and adjacent friendly characters with the blank keyword. So in this case, Red Lantern, willpower. Now, out of the four... Out of the orange, blue, red, and black, red needs that willpower the most because basically none of the red lanterns have Indom. Um, I think maybe uh, Rancor might have it. Atrocitus does, obviously, but he costs like 100 and whatever points. Rancor, I think, might have had it. But anyways, for the most part, they desperately need that willpower. So that right there... And that's on his damage power on his opening click. That right there is worth it to me. Then you bring in the fact that you have an 80 point piece and he has an 11 attack super strength 3 damage. So he's not a, too shabby of an attacker either with charge, 11 attack, I mean potentially 5 damage if he's holding a heavy. He'll, he'll charge in, he'll give your guys uh, willpower so they can set up and swarm in. And then he has a 7 click long dial. He'll charge in, get a hit in, he will get hit in return, and then he will go on to his last four clicks, all of which have penetrating poison and still have solid attack values and damage values. He doesn't dip until his seventh final his final seventh click, and he always has the charge on top of that. So I really like this piece. I've played Red Lanterns more than almost anybody, and I, I gotta tell you, Hal Jordan is basically a must-play. Um, because, like I said, hardly any of them have the willpower. 
Uh, the second one, I'm going to go with uh, one of the Guy Gardeners. Or as Drew would say, Guy Gardner. Uh, Star Sapphire Guy Gardner, who I haven't had the pleasure of playing yet, but I really like this dial. He's only 103 points. He has the JLI keyword, so you can get him a little play on that. And he has Star, Sapphire, Star Sapphires. Uh, he has a trait that helps Ice and him get plus one defense, but that's neither here nor there. What I want him for is my Star Sapphire teams or my Justice League International teams because he's just a really solid secondary attacker. Eight range with a Psychic Blast at 10 attack and 3 damage. He's got the Shape Change and Mystics on top dial. He's got 17 energy shields, so obviously you're just going to keep him in the background, let him take his shots uh, with the 8 range Psychic Blast, and then when somebody does move in finally and hit him, they chances are will hit him onto his last three clicks of Pulse Wave, some of those with Perplex, and a, a couple of them with Sidestep as well. And then the last thing to mention is his damage power is not only Shape Change and Mystics, but when he uses Mystics, if characters possessing a special power are dealt two unavoidable damage instead, which these days... Who doesn't have a special power? Seriously. I mean, seriously. So I really like him as well. And then the, the third character I decided to go with was Boudica, who I've played in Sealed every chance I could get in War of the Light. She has the Green Lantern keyword. And oh, she's uncommon. what's crazy is there's so many Green Lanterns you would think that you could forget about this one. But I just think she's such a good little secondary tech. You know, a lot of the Green Lanterns, the majority of them are range-based, aside from, like, Guy Gardner. Um, I really loved her in Sealed, and I, she's even performed quite well for me in Constructed. She's just, again, you'll notice a theme with all three of these, just a good secondary attacker that's really good for her points. 75 points... A top dial of charge, 11 attack blades, and 3 damage willpower and outwit, as long as she, there's no other uh, lost lantern within 3 squares of her. So, if you're playing her on a green lantern team, chances are that's not going to happen. Or, sorry, no friendly character is within 3 squares of her unless it's a, a lost lantern. lantern. So, you got charge blades, outwit, always a, a nasty potential combo. And then six clicks of life, um, all of them with either Blaze or Close Combat Expert. That's what I like about her. And then Willpower on the top three. As I said, I've played her as a secondary attacker a lot. Uh, on Green Lantern teams, your opponent's going to tend to focus on your your bigger points piece, maybe your Kyle Rayner, or if you're running a Howl that's like 100 or 150, or right. whatever you're running, they're going to go after them and focus on them. And Boudica can really sneak in and just blast them for a decent amount of I damage. I have fallen victim to a Boudica. It's just very unexpected when I don't know where they blades you and you're like, well, shit. So if in the future you find yourself playing a Red Lantern, a Star Sapphire, or a Green Lantern core team, any of those three, give one of these three figures a try and see what you think. Let us know how they perform for you and we'll uh, read it on the podcast. We're going to go to community first because, as I said, Jake's going to be here towards the end to do some Bad Samaritan. On the mailbag, it's a little light this week, but... I feel like you've said that the last, like, 12 weeks. Jesse Robertson took a stab at our song from last week. Now, our song from last week was, I Want to Take You for a Ride. And what did this bastard say to us? Those are the lyrics. Those are the only lyrics to, I Want to Take You for a Ride. His guess was Crazy Taxi. Now... Well, well it's played. It's not a bad guess. Well played. It's no. not a bad guess, but it's not the correct answer. Question, what do you guys think about posting Heroclix matches online for others to watch? Is it a good tool, fun entertainment, or is it boring to watch? It seems like most people I ask are divided on this answer. I think it's a, it's a great educational tool if the people playing are actually... Ver, uh, loud, for one. Yeah, you have it, to be verbal while you're playing. Because they often... Uh, are mumbling and it's really hard to understand them and what they're doing. Because like I've watched recorded matches many times and I've watched a few Twitch channels that do Heroclix stuff. And yeah, exactly. When they're mumbling and like you can't it's you kinda both have to be playing to the camera as well. Like you have to be trying to be loud and stating everything you're doing. Or else it's just not like I don't like watching like worlds recordings that much. 
because I can't ever hear what either of them are saying. They're turning dials left and right. I have no idea what's going on on the board. I just kind of watch and have to guess what they're doing. I agree 100%. I've kind of had the same thing. Um, I I like it. I think we should keep, as a community, continuing oh, to yeah. do it as much as we possibly can. And um, I think it will get more popular. I think it already is pretty popular. I mean, to be fair, magic's the same way, kind of. Right. There's online magic, like, top-end magic matches and stuff. It's hard you? to do. You Like you said, you have to play to the camera. It's really hard to do otherwise. And it's it's hard to keep up with top-end magic matches because they're just throwing down cards and, like, saying and mumbling actions and all this stuff like that. But if you know the figures and really it's easy to keep up with. I think the YouTube channels, though, that go out of their way to play matches, like Married With Clicks has a couple matches they have on there and stuff like that. And theirs actually are easy to yeah. read, because, but also their camera is able to be a lot closer to yeah. their table. But they play to the camera and they're kind of right. doing it on purpose. Right. I love stuff like that, and the community needs to do as much of that as possible. Simon Lai asks, the song from this week was the theme from Marvel vs. Capcom 2. You are correct, Simon. Which is my favorite game of all time. You are correct, Simon. It's one of Drew's favorite games also. It's one of my favorite fighting games. My question is, what Capcom character would you like to see as a hero clicks? There's a Street Fighter set they've been promising us for a while I'd really like back. Yeah, that would be nice. Because while I enjoy my Street Fighter clicks from time to time, they tend to be horrible. a little bad and outdated. Um, if I had to pick something that wasn't um, there and I couldn't pick like Marvel vs. Capcom, which is like cheating because they have characters from across all of them. Um, I think Resident Evil clicks would be pretty cool. Ah, uh, that's wrong answer. What, whatever, freaking Nemesis click? Come on, buddy. I would say the obvious answer oh, that Mega a lot Man. of people say Mega Man. Duh. There's a lot of potential there. He'd be a fun piece to play. Um, I the, What's hard is thinking of another, something besides Mega Man or Street Fighter. Those are the two obvious ones that pop in my head. To um, the Capcom Wikipedia page. While you're looking that up, I'll get into, I'll pull up the next one. Well, actually, while you're looking that up, let's answer the second part of Simon's question. Also, what char- what Marvel character would you like to see in the fourth Marvel vs. Capcom Gambit? game? What kind of question is that? I just said this the other day, actually. I was like, where is my Gambit in Marvel vs. Capcom? Um, hmm. I'm going to try to think of a character who hasn't been in 2 or 3, because those are the ones we've played the most. We, we played a lot of 3. If, if, for those who don't know... Um, actually, as soon as we get done with this podcast, we have a little uh, group of guys that come over on Saturdays. We play fighting games and a, a few other older games. Like today, we're playing uh, Mario Kart Double Dash and stuff. I we forgot have, we're doing that tonight. Yes! We have fighting game tournaments and such. So we play a lot of fighting games. We played a lot of Marvel Capcom 3. So I'll try to pick a Marvel character who wasn't in that that I'd like to see. I was really glad we got Iron Fist in 3, even though he wasn't that great. And Nova as well. Um, I'd like to see some of the Fantastic Four, though. They haven't really been in two or three. That's true. Um, they did do Super Scroll, who, you know, was different. But either, probably Mr. Fantastic, because I like him a lot as a character, and I feel like he'd be kind of cool in a fighting game. Kind of like a doll sim, but with command grabs, that wouldn't be broken at all. The Wikipedia page kind of screwed me up, because immediately when I open it, it says, Capcom's known for their licenses, such as Street Fighter, Resident Evil, and Mega Man. I'm like, son of a bitch, give me other... <laughs> so I'm looking at the list now. And really, like, they do uh, Darkstalkers. It would be kind of cool. Uh, Dead or Alive would not. Devil May Cry wouldn't be too bad. There's some interesting characters yeah, in there Yeah, Devil May Cry are pretty fun games. Um... DuckTales. There we go. Gosh dang it. Yeah, the list goes on and on. I'm pretty, like, they have a lot of good uh, licenses and stuff they could do, but... Adam Love says, what do you think of the new rule change to entities? Well, we just talked about it. And how much I love it. Do you think this also will affect resources and design changes? That sounds familiar, too. Um, We're not 100% certain. I think it will to some capacity. I don't know if they're going to retro change them. Or about future ones. I kind of think, as Austin was sort of about to, to come to the conclusion when he was talking, I bet from here on out they make it equipped. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is I, I don't think know that they retro change because that might be a little too or much. Or I think specific resources might be targeted towards standard characters only. We'll so have like, to keep an eye on that. Well, because like if I think of like an Infinity Gauntlet or something like that, I could see that being allowed on Giants and stuff like that, maybe. Whereas I could, there's other ones that might not fit that old. Chad Van Horn says, "I think with the changes to the possession mechanic, 
We'll be seeing more possessors in future sets. What are some character possessors you all would like to see? I'd like to see Dr. Fate. Uh, Zathros. Spirit of Vengeance in general would be pretty cool, yeah. And the symbiotes. I think the symbiotes are honestly the reason they did this. And I was I was talking with someone else about that the other day. I think uh, we're doing a Spider-Man set. ASM rotated yeah. out. Spider-Verse was way big. We're calling Marvel. it right now. The next yeah. set is definitely a Spider-Man set. And if it's not, then We've it's been the next one right it. after. Um, um, yeah, I, those are two good ones. Dr. Fate and Symbiotes, obviously. Jeez, um, I mean... Who else? Mephisto, maybe? I think um, we could see more objects that are like that with like a, almost like Iron Man suit. Like we could see a reboot of the Iron Man briefcase. Where instead... Where you put equip like a mark whatever. Yeah. So like uh, something like that. like Or the armor... My dream resource, the Ar- Iron Man armor gallery. I want it. You drop armor suits to people. You know how cool that would be? Somebody a long time ago made a Hawkeye, a Hawkeye's quiver, quiver out, of, out the of the utility belt. If you, I doubt he's listening, but if you're listening, PM us, PM me on Dallas Your Hero Clicks Facebook page or at Gmail, and uh, link me back to those pictures of that quiver because that was really well that done. That was cool. That was forever. That was when we first started playing. Almost. Um, I'm trying to think of any villains uh, that like directly like jump into a character's mind or something like that. Um, God. I'm shocked we didn't get an Ultron out of the Ultron set that did that. We got a Jocasta, not an Ultron that took over stuff. Yeah, and Jocasta makes less sense than Ultron. I know, that's what I was thinking. Um, I mean, I guess X- he what did... What about X-Men? Um, maybe a... Um, Cerebro. Maybe a Cerebro, but maybe a... Well, Cerebro doesn't really yeah. make sense, though. It'd be an off-the-board kind of thing that would just... Okay. An Xavier, basically, yeah. they could do. Um, I was thinking Shadow King. That could Shadow be cool. Shadow King, yeah. Because he's a really good mind powerful mind controller. Him and Xavier could each have one, maybe. Um, if they ever take another shot at a Phoenix, I think they could do a Phoenix Force character, effectively, that would possess things. But I guess we got the resource, so they'll take that slot for a while. Alright, good questions, gang. Good, good questions. questions. So, if you would like to send us questions, you can do so by following us on our Twitter or on our Facebook page, both of which are obviously Dollar Your Hero Clicks. Or to you... Hunter's personal email, iheartjustintimberlake at hotmail, that's M-A-L-E dot com. And then at dial H four hero clicks, that's all spelled out, no number four, just spelled out for at gmail.com. So dial H hero clicks at gmail.com. That's the main website or a main email we use. Hit us up there with any questions, comments, uh, feedback, advice, anything you want. You can follow my blog, Player One Project. That's the number one, player one project.wordpress.com, uh, where I do a gaming blog. And then um, anything you want to plug, awesome. Uh, nope, not really. Alright. Um, also, if you want to use, if you want to make an order this week on hcrealms.com as they're having their sale, you can get an additional 10% off by using our promo code dial H. It's all one word when you check out and save even more money. So, we will do a little transition, then we'll have Jake Weaver on for some Bad Samaritan, and that'll be it for us this week. Alright, ladies and gents, and I have with me now the, the glorious. Jacob Weaver, long-time listener of the podcast. Hello, hello. Um, he will be joining us for Bad Samaritan today to get his ass beat, like he did last night at Lightsaber Fight Club, which is a new little thing we've been doing. We picked up some uh, expensive stunt sabers online, been beating the shit out of each other. I've got bruises all up and down my hands this morning playing fighting games is a little hard like this. Mm-hmm. Trevor, was, Trevor was bitching about his fingers. Yeah. He's like, my knuckles are purple. It's always good when your toys need uh, protective gloves to play with them. Yep. So uh, we'll be kicking into Bad Samaritan. Uh, for those of you who haven't been a listener of the podcast and seen us play this game, we are making a return. Cause it's been... How long has it been, Hunter, since we've done Bad Samaritan? It's been a while. Last week, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, week before last. You want to get into the rules spiel of it? Okay. You can go ahead. Um, what will happen is I have three figures in my possession up on my phone. Uh, these two nerds are going to be given six total guesses for each one um, in, in round, or sorry, you'll get three guesses each, so six total, um, three rounds. Every round they will get two hints provided by a random number generator. I have to provide them information. Um, and then they try to take a shot at what the figure is. And if they get it correct, then yay, all glory to them and bragging rights. If they don't, they'll never live it down. Um, I... 
suggest if you want to play at home that you listen to the clues and then pause the podcast, think about what your own guess is, and then hit play. That way Jake and I's guesses don't throw you off or anything. And one last reminder before I hit the random number generator, all of these figures will be modern age, and we are not doing Superman Wonder Woman set yet. Because it's technically not modern. It's not released. All right, our first two clues. First figure, first clues. Any improved movement or targeting? Opening attack power. No opening attack power, no improved movement or targeting. Batman. It's not Batman. Superman? It's not Superman. All right, round two. Generic keyword, any special combat symbols? We're getting some crappy clues. Soldier, no special combat symbols. Not lovely. <laughs> Probably a generic, maybe. Um. Scoop my chair back here, subjects. Superhuman vision. Mm-hmm. My lazy eye, twitching over. <laughs> hmm. No special symbol, so we know it's not a flyer, at least. You're trying to work so hard with what you have. I I respect that, Hunter So, I mean, it could be a cap, although most caps have been dumb. Nick Fury, I mean, probably something from the Fury set, since there's a million pieces in there. He knows he can burn us a lot. Um, Shield, bodyguard. I doubt has soldier, but that'll be my guess. Shield bodyguard? Yeah, no. Yeah. Elite Seal Shield Soldier? Nope. Good guess. There you go. There you go. Free play. Here we go. And any special ability? Special power. No special powers. No special power. <laughs> Alright, we get a free play. Jake, you're the guest, so you're going to get to choose. So I'll go over some, some options. Pressure. I'll go over some options Drew and I usually go for. We could, at this point, we're basically screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, we could go set. We could go point value, although I'm feeling like it might be a generic and point value wouldn't help us much. Or we could go named keyword, which would help. Well, unless it's the shield set, and then he's going to say shield, and that's not going to help us either. <laughs> um, or you could go trait, maybe, and try to get lucky if you think you might know the trait. At this point, trait wouldn't be half bad because we're getting killed, and it's kind of like a, a lottery shot. Yeah. What do you think? Let's go with trait. I mean... Rally. That's the only trait. That's the only trait. Well, that does help us, though. That helps us more than Nick Fury or S.H.I.E.L.D. Because it tells us it's one of the generic guys. Well, you already guessed. What was your guess? Uh, Lead agent. You guessed bodyguards. All right. So. Uh, Which ones would have soldier, though? What's the commander? Commander or... Commando? Or commander? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the commander. It's, It's the Maria Hill alt, I'm thinking, maybe. I'll go shield recruit. It's not shield recruit. It's a lot harder than it looks, isn't it? Shield command specialist. Shield section chief. Oh, that's what I was thinking, because that's the alternate sculpt, isn't it? We'll give him a half point for that. He gets oh, a half point. I didn't know what the name of the figure was. <laughs> it was all, no, I purposefully went and picked, like, freaking... So what was it? Shield field specialist? Shield section chief. Section, section chief. chief. Is this going to be our new Taco Bell generator? Will we be able to generate any shield figure from a series Shield of section chief was figure number one. All right. It was Nick Fury Agents of Shield so 002A. So I feel like set number actually would have helped you guys there since you were on the right track with Nick Fury, but Not it also much. could have screwed you. All right. Figure number two. We're starting fresh. Opening damage power and a free play. We'll go with set, as we usually do. Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., no opening damage power. Okay. Off to a great start. S.H.I.E.L.D. Recruit. It's not S.H.I.E.L.D. Recruit. Peggy Carter? It's not Peggy Carter. Opening movement power, opening defense power. Running shot and toughness. And no damage, you said? No damage. Well, that just really narrowed it down. What's the one that has running shot, psychic blast, the little shield generic guy? The shield agent does. The one with the elite one does. She has running shot. Or no. Yeah, running shot pen side. I'll go with that one. It's not that one. Can't think of any of the rest of them's names. Bodyguard? It's not bodyguard. All right. Last round of clues. Team ability and free play. If you can guess the team ability, I'll give you a third clue. 
Um, it, it's she. Hydra. Right? It's she. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here we'll we'll give a, we'll get another random clue generated though. <laughs> opening defense power. We now have the entire or opening. Uh, no, we already did opening defense power, didn't we? Yeah. Two free plays. All right, we'll go opening attack power so that we have the entire opening dial. It's a special power. Running shot, special power, and toughness. No damage power, right? No damage power. And then we know it has shield team ability, and we get one more free play. Um, let's go set number since we know it's Nick Fury. 20B. Hmm. Okay. So it's going to be a Hydra. Because Hydra was in the uncommon slots. Well, he said it had the sh- you said it had the shield oh, team ability, right? Yeah, but there's like, I think then Grant had it or... But if it has more than one, he has to tell us both. So if it's that one that has yeah, shield and has Hydra, shield. he would have to tell us. So it's an uncommon B shield, or with running shot, a special power, and toughness. No damage. Power. Um, God, what's his name? John Garrett. It's John Garrett. Yes. I could picture him in my head, but I couldn't think of his That's name. That's the cyborg guy. Yeah. yeah. I figured that'd be a good one. All right. We're, we got one. Austin's got one. Last figure, tiebreaker. Jake's got a half. Team ability and point value. 150, no team ability. Captain America. It's not Captain America. Iron Man? It's not Iron Man. Round two. Any special power? Range and number of bolts. Hatred of the Horde. Eight damage, one bolt. Hatred of the Horde, 8 damage, 1 bolt, no team ability, and 150? Correct. The no team ability is weird. Did you say 8 damage? Or 8 range, range, 1 range. bolt. Okay. <laughs> eight range, one bolt. Hatred of the Horde? Hmm. I feel like that should help me, but it doesn't. I mean, maybe a Hydra. Maybe he went three for three Nick Furies, which is definitely something the Austin Smith would do. What's the one on the throne? The Hydra guy on the throne? That's the Imperial Hydra, but I thought he had Hydra's team, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Calabac. Eight range, one bolt. I want to say Strucker, but he has Hydra. And I'm fairly certain that Red Skull has Hydra team ability as well. Hey, Even though I think he has 8 range, 1 bolt. Um, ah, screw it, I'll go Red Skull. It's not Red Skull. Alright, fine. Opening movement power, opening attack power. God dang it, we keep getting these. Charge, super strength. Charge, super strength, and eight range? That's weird. Hatred of the Horde. This is a weird dial. Yeah. No team ability. So I was thinking, well, maybe a Superman, because they often have, like, charge or hypersonic, but then have eight range. But he would have... Somebody from Guardian, like the big guy with the axe, maybe? The guy with the axe. I don't know what his name is, though. Oh, Black Dwarf? No, he doesn't have any range. Guardians could be on the right track, though. Ronin? I'll go with Ronin. It's not Ronin. Shit. It's all on you, Jake. I'm blanking on any figure name on top of my head. It's all on you. Uh, what if I told you one of the proper, his only proper keyword? Go for it's it. It's in humans. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed on that. You want to try another guess if I give you Inhumans on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charge, super strength, eight range, though. That's what's weird. 50. And hatred of the Horde. What is his, what is Black Bolt's brother's name? Maximus, but he doesn't have charge, super strength. He has TK. Shut up, Hatred of the Horde doesn't make any sense either. Besides the dog. Alright, I give up. 
Yeah. Age of Ultron Zero Fifty Three A Ultron Seven. What? Wait, has Inhumans keyword? That's the only proper keyword he has: Inhumans and robot. What the hell is this thing? Don't scroll too much. There's pictures of my penis all it's over. It's one phone. of the chases. Yeah, it's the giant man looking one. I think. What storyline is this one? Hell if I know. I knew there was no way you guys were going to get it with yeah. the section of clues yeah. provided. Yeah. Eight range, a melee dial, yeah. Inhumans keyword. You could have given me the set and the set number and I wouldn't have gotten that one. <laughs> we should ban the Ultrons. No! <laughs> we, should make, we should at least make a rule where if it is one and we say Ultron, it counts. You don't have I to was going to let you guys do that anyway. You don't have to say the number, like, because there's only what? It's going to be There's at least a dozen. Yeah, no, know. I'm totally fine with that. I, I was going to first round with Batman, yes. Yeah, it's going to be the new old. It's going to be the new Batman. <sighs> I so knew cheap. that one would get you guys so, so cheap. I clicked it, I was like, Inhumans. And if I know anything can bring Hunter down, it's his pride and knowledge of Inhumans. <laughs> I was really sure. Even, even with provided robot and humans, I would have thrown even farther. I, I still wouldn't have known. I don't, I'd like to know what that storyline's from, because that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, he probably, like, ate Crystal, and then became an inhuman. Huh. It's old shit, who knows? Ate Crystal as in, like... No, we're not getting into that. Okay. All right, well, that'll do it for us this week. <laughs> 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 clicks. We'll see you guys next week, and um, be sure to take a listen to the uh, video game guests. Uh, song at the end and, and take a stab at it in your question to us next week. Include your answer in there. We'll see you guys next week. Later.